0: gentle listeners this is uh michelle tuckett aka snard coming at you i'm actually on location which is weird uh (laughs) talking talking with my friend cameron um and he's the inventor of a product we're really excited about having going to be hearing us talk a lot about and uh so you know we're just here to talk with him about um well a whole bunch of stuff but first off his app plotter
1: happy to be here so
0: welcome well, I, I guess it's more. I'm happy to be here because I'm in your oh, house. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yes, and we have we have the lovely mystery guest of wife.
1: Yeah, Alexis. Y- yes, Alexis. My did wife, you Alexis. did
0: you want your name out on on air? Or you okay? Didn't know some people like to be more behind the scenes. So, <laughs> 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 yeah, feel free to grab the microphone if you feel like he's telling lies. She's yeah.
1: She's better at uh, (laughs) saying words than I am, so hopefully she'll (laughs) grab it at some point and (laughs) say what I'm trying to say. will say something, (laughs) and you'll be like, give it. (laughs) just hand me the (laughs) mic.
0: But yeah, so um, I guess let's dive right in and get to the meaty stuff first. Cool. Tell us about Plotter.
1: Uh, So Plotter is a tool to to visually plot out your stories. Um, One way that I've heard described is like sticky notes on the wall. Mm-hmm. so but in like an organized fashion instead of just everywhere yeah um, but yeah it's just so I use it for myself I I made it for myself and it's just um, a tool that helps me to keep my storyline straight and keep scenes straight and um, it's there's nothing out there like it I uh, I was looking for something and that's what made me make it because there was nothing that was good Yeah. well I mean so.
0: that's the story behind one of the most popular writing apps right now you know, the Scrivener. Scriven? Yeah. It yeah. It was, huh. it was writers who got frustrated and, the, and they learned to, I mean, I think, I don't know if it was one guy or a team, but he learned how to program oh, really? to make this. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's really, it's really cool that you have kind of the same Genesis. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Did, did you come up with it um, based out of your writing process or was it something you needed to be able to write?
1: Um it's grown because of my writing process, but it started I think it was me and another guy at work. We have a writing club there and Very cool. Um he's like, I need this tool and I thought, Yeah, I need it too and so he kinda had the the seed of the idea, you know, and um told me what he wanted to be and I was like, That would be great for me so we just started building it and then as I've written a couple books with it, it just need to grow and're and we like oh this would be a good idea or we need it for, we need this in it too so
0: very very cool yeah that's awesome yeah I've, I've played around a little bit with your free version so far I'm looking oh, forward to I'm looking forward to using it because I'm getting into into actually doing the novel finally um, but yeah.
1: So special for NaNoWriMo since it's, you know, Plotter's first coming out yeah. and NaNoWriMo. It I, is nigh. Yeah, <laughs> NaNo, NaNoWriMo is coming. <laughs> you better get ready. <laughs> yeah. But I, I figured, and one of the reasons I wanted to get it out in October because I figured it would be a great way for you to get ready for NaNoWriMo Um I know a lot of people try and pants it even the people that aren't pantsers try and pants Nanorimo and just Yeah.
0: And if you're not a right, pantser don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't and so do
1: it. <laughs> I was thinking that it would be perfect timing to have a tool that helps you plan out Nanorimo. So because of that there's a special discount for Nanorimo people. Um a link will be in the show notes but yeah, it's just definitely. the link to the plotter/Nanorimo.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we you know it's a kind of honor system thing if you're doing Nanorimo come get it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. And
1: well, even if you're not. Well,
0: it's, <laughs> it's up to you. You're the dev. Yeah. You're the dev. <laughs> so you tell me. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah. I mean, so the promo will be running through uh, what? End of November? End of November. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the promo will be running through end of November. Um, so, you know, you can find that on uh, worldwithoutshrimp.com or com, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll have that available for you. And I am not a planner, but I will be planning very publicly. <laughs> I'm going to be using this. I'm going to be planning it. You can go to my personal blog, uh, michelletucket.com, and you can track how I'm doing this. We'll be showing copious, cool. uh, copious screen rants and notes. And um, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing it out in public this year. You're so taking the yeah. mold and oh, trying yeah. something different. I oh, am. Wow. I'm trying something way different. I'm all about that right now. I'm all about punk rock. Trying something new. <laughs> so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is the year to do it. Um, but yeah, so I'm super excited. Please come follow along, see what you think and, uh, you let us know how it's going for you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope you, uh, I hope it's helpful for you. If not, please email me or, you know, if you have any ideas.
0: We're, we're looking at maybe doing some Buffy timelines, some visual Buffy timelines, if you don't mind us oh. doing that for no. people so they can see how the app can work with something they know.
1: Yeah. No, that's a great idea. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, well, you talked about writing novels, mm-hmm. plural. Yeah. Tell us more.
1: <laughs> well, so I've self-published <laughs> a couple. I'll show
0: you. Awesome.
1: Show you them right here. I'm holding them in my um, hot little hand. I read under the name C. Lewis S. I'm hoping for well, just a second somebody will confuse me with C. Lewis. Lu- well, uh, I CS almost said Lewis. that, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> I well, and, and, so and
0: the one. font you chose kind of does that, too, yeah. which is
1: good. <laughs> it's on purpose.
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. That yeah. is super and awesome.
1: So it's young adult sci-fi fantasy. Um The Very first one cool. is a story about, it's called Son of Shadow, Hero of Light, a story about a world where everybody has superpowers, but they get them through their cell phones so they have to like recharge their power and so everybody's on their cell phone all the time which is our daily life as well but they have a purpose for it oh my gosh and it's uh the one kid's journey to like kind of realize the secret war between two sides that everybody's distracted because they're on their phones all the time
0: that's so cool Um,
1: and then second one is called pizza planet and that one um (laughs) just a funny fun book it's this world where Pizza falls from the sky every night, and it's the only food that they have <laughs> and so there's different flavors of pizza, but that's the only food they have and uh the main character it, it's kind of a native American uh kind of village you
0: guys should see this cover art it's awesome
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really love my artist that does that and yeah um it's uh and so there's also fire breathing jellyfish and it's just it's a very weird story I don't know where it came from, but it just works together, and this the main character has made a really big. Uh, societal mistake but she covered it up and so now it's coming back to bite her and she's like dealing with that while growing up and it's uh it's just a really f- it's really funny That's it's really, really weird cool. but it's got a, a good message that All really pulls right. well, you i feel well,
0: okay like. well now you have to tell us where to buy these
1: oh okay well they're on amazon kindle okay um
0: because yeah, yeah they look yeah, great well, and yeah, so I mean that was something I, I have a cheat sheet because Alex who we've talked about on on the podcast before my boyfriend works with you. Yeah, so a little bit of a cheat sheet mm-hmm. um, and ah. he, he mentioned that you you put some Christian allegory into these. Yeah, which is awesome because it's something we talk about a lot on Diogenes Club is um, we go into the mythological backings of story oh, and cool. how how myth and religion and belief really make a truly great story. Interesting. And, you know, like there's always that backbone. There's always something there. And yeah. so, I, I, you know, if you if you feel comfortable going into how you decided to add that in and where it existed and it does that come from your background? Because I'm assuming you grew up
1: in, in this uh, religion. Yeah. Yeah. OK.
0: Which is LDS. Yes. We've talked about that. We love them. Right. Yeah. So it's it, there's something so interesting about having grown up, especially LDS, and now you live in Utah. In the area, yeah, yeah, in the area, which is you know sort of mecca, the mecca, right? Of the yeah, LDS people. It's the yeah. Vatican, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I mean, just go ahead and, and you know, there's there's no you know as long as you're comfortable talking, yeah. no one's going to be not interested in what you have to oh, say. Okay, so cool. please just just nerd out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never been told to do that. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: Cool. We. I want. Yeah. I want <laughs> shameless self promotion. I want nerding out. I want right. you to just be so proud of yourself. So uh, go for it.
1: Oh man. This is going to be harder
0: than <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll, it'll get easier. Trust me.
1: Well, I feel like it's kind of a namesake as well for CS Lewis because he was very Christian and that yes, was all yes. over his writing. Um, though he didn't really do it on purpose. I do it. I think more blatantly more on purpose. Um, I, I wanted something that kids um, the LDS kids could read that would kind of uh, make them feel at home with what they know and their principles, but also something that's really cool that they would just, think was really awesome. And you don't get that a lot. Usually religion is thought of as kind of boring sometimes. Yeah.
0: So well, and I, I've noticed, you know, growing up, I grew up here. And uh, even though I'm not LDS, a lot of my friends were like, oh, read this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's just hitting yeah. me over the head. I feel <laughs> like I can't relate, you know. So yeah.
1: even though there's some really cool stories in scripture, but um, yeah, sometimes it's not. Oh, yeah. It, it's not fantasy, you know, it's not those kind of things <laughs> that that, pe- that nerds love. So mm-hmm. um, so the first story, yeah, there's this kind of hidden um battle between dark and and light and nobody knows about it because they're all distracted by their cell phones and that I feel like that's a lot of what's going on today and not just oh, yeah. the battle between good and evil but just anything people are so distracted by and p- things that don't matter and yeah and especially cell phones um but yeah every and um there's this desire to to be superhuman you know i, I mm-hmm. guess but but i think uh, pizza planet has less obvious religious tones in it but I, a lot of the inspiration came from uh, Avatar Last Airbender.
0: Oh nice. Uh, we okay. watched that
1: with our kids and we loved that show. We were laughing and the the movie is a different thing but the show was hilarious and, and it was just so it's very Buddhist. There's a lot of Buddhist oh, ideas. Oh yeah. That's especially Korra. Really
0: like Korra is, yeah. is hardcore. Well it's more Taoism but it's okay. like it's hardcore mm-hmm. Eastern philosophy. Yeah, yeah
1: and that's something we really loved and actually for a while every night uh, we would meditate as a family for oh, a few seconds so cool. and it was kind of a just to that's get so the cool. kids to be quiet for a second before <laughs> bed but
0: five kids y'all five
1: <laughs> but it was a really cool idea and it was just kind of w- we were able to be silent just for a few seconds and they would do like their own like hand poses or you know oh kind of gosh. like ang does and i don't that's know awesome. I just, we just love that series and now oh, we might
0: need <laughs> photos of that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: we had our eyes yeah. close, so we, never took pictures oh. of we can get i'm to sure them. i'm sure yeah
0: i mean it, it yeah i'd love to see those we'll <laughs> same, so.
1: but i always loved that east that kind of eastern philosophy and um it i, I feel like kind of we need more of that more meditation more mm-hmm. kind of quiet introspection and um so the world of pizza planet is uh kind of a mix of eastern with native american and um I don't know if I've felt a pull, pull towards Native American, but I always am very fascinated by their ritual dances, and they just, they look really cool, you know, and so there's a lot oh, of, yeah. the their world is all about dancing and music, and, and music is a huge theme in both of my books, actually. Um, I always felt like the music is just really powerful. Music can set the tone for a day, for an activity that you're doing, and so in Sun and Shower, Hero of Light, music is is um, kind of related to the the Holy Ghost or, you mm-hmm. know, that, your conscience that drives yeah. you and so every every time the characters like kind of hear the their song they have their own song and when they hear that they kind of know they're on the right path doing Ooh, the right thing in the world that gives me goosebumps oh, really? dude
0: that's <laughs> awesome yeah well i mean the the um for anybody who's who's following along and isn't familiar with the, the the scent of the holy ghost i guess it's sort of like i don't know when when something's when you're sitting there and something suddenly suddenly is super meaningful yeah. and you kind of get that full body shiver that's it yeah. You know, it's it's that knowing without knowing. It's what some people might call intuition, but it's almost like something external to you. Uh, you know, like New Age people call it your guides. Oh, okay. Um, you know, something like that. But yeah, it's it's this almost full body sensation of something else, and there's a higher truth or a, a fuller truth. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that's the. I was trying to bring music into it, and there's um, so music is that feeling, and so when they feel the music, it's like oh, I. a lot lot of them don't know what the music means, but the main character, he learns what the music means. And so when he starts feeling it or hearing it, um, he's like, oh, I must be doing the right thing, you know? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so in the second, in in Pizza Planet music, it's more of a dance than music, but they, it's very, there's lots of ritual dances and dances mean, uh, are like their culture. They, they have dances for nightly rituals. They have dances for their um, growing up ceremonies and things like that. And um, that's, like the um, so the way that they know uh what they're supposed to do with their life is they kind of go off into the woods and there there's a lot of cultures where as when you grow up, you have to go off into the woods or mm-hmm. go by yourself and kind of figure out what you're supposed to do and and in this case they they do that, and then there's this like their body just kind of does this dance and their dan- the dance tells them what they should do for the rest of their life
0: oh very cool
1: and uh and then she's told to do one thing, but she's scared, and it's a really there's this ritual to to be able to get their superpowers so th- their powers is uh wind bending or air bending i call it mm-hmm. uh wind crafting so to be able to become a, a windborn okay. they have to go through this really painful ceremony um and she's afraid she doesn't want to do it and so her her twin sister and her uh her twin sister covers for her and says my dance was this i'm supposed to do this and she's not supposed to do it and because of that she gets seriously injured, and she's a cripple for the rest of her life.
0: Oh wow! And so she's
1: dealing with super, you know, a lot of guilt because of that. Um, but um again, I don't know where I was going with. No, that, you're
0: fine. Just like I said, go geeky. Yeah,
1: <laughs> trying to like tell the whole story here. Oh no, yeah.
0: But because um, well, it's your baby. Yeah. When you exactly. When you write it's a b- when you write a story, it's your baby. Like yeah, There's it's no yeah. It's hard, there's no stopping. Hard not to tell everything about it. Well, but yeah. It's just it's just like your kids, right? I mean, because you have the same experience with your kids. You oh, want to yeah. tell everybody everything they eat and what they do and yeah, their quirks yeah. and how they sleep. But yeah. Yesterday, it looked at me and yeah, she was totally. so cute. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but and so so she runs away and then um finds this other village and they they've, they've never, never um they've never. Uh, known about other villages, so they're just by themselves, and so they they find this other village, and she learns there, and she comes back, and so there's lots of themes of um, technology versus staying with the old ways, and because the the chief and a lot of the people want to stay with what they know, but she and some of the other people that went said, you know, we, there's this whole other world out there and new things, and so it's uh, like. They want to progress and, and add um, add new technologies to the world, you know, and um, I feel like that's very pertinent to our lives, too, because, you know, technology has totally changed what we're doing, And but there's still this kind of pull to, well, there's a, a desire or at least a, a need to at least stay grounded a little bit. Oh, yeah, and definitely. finding that balance is really difficult and where, what needs to stay the same and what needs to change, that's kind of the theme of that, of the, that book, I think. Mhm. Um but yeah, it's a hard hard change. I don't or it's a hard thing to to figure out. I don't I don't know the yeah, answer. Yeah, no, but it <laughs>
0: makes sense. well. I I think I think rooting rooting story in in religion is a good way to start. I hmm. mean, honestly, I mean asking the big questions yeah. is, you know, because there's there's no right answer. It's kind of like the the giver. I don't know if you read the giver, yeah, but I, love that I book. mean, yeah. yeah, it sounds like you have kind of some influence there, which Definitely. is it's one of the the great books of my childhood. Um, but I mean, it didn't tell you the right answer, you know, like, is he really a protagonist? Is he an antagonist? Like, what is he doing? Mm. He's destroying this whole world. Yeah. And we think it's good because we see color and we, we understand bigger truths, but they're happy. You know, they have got their soylent green reality and they're happy with it, you know? So like, who's really the bad guy? And it just depends on how you read it. Yeah. You know, and that's something, again, if, if you if you ever end up listening to our podcast I'm giving him a meaningful look right now, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we we discuss how you can watch the story from multiple angles. Right. You know, like every time you watch it, if you watch it from one character, you watch it from another. And so it sounds mm-hmm. like yeah. I think you're starting, you know, like it sounds like you're starting where you need to. And cool. that is just saying, what is it? You know, how asking do we get the there? Yeah, yeah. Just asking the questions. And, and if you have a spirituality that works so well for you, why not infuse that? In yeah. your writing because it it might not work for everybody but somebody out there it might work for even if they don't know what they're reading they'll be That's like true. i hear it i feel it <laughs> it's there for me yeah
1: yeah one of the other big themes in the story is trees well actually in both books there's there's trees and i don't really do that on purpose but as i'm I mean, they just must be symbols <laughs> that are really yeah. important to me because they're weird they for someone
0: who lives in utah not a lot of trees <laughs> <here. laughs> yeah
1: well i grew up in pennsylvania and there's oh, lots of trees there we it's go really yeah green and pretty mm-hmm. But uh, so in the first story, there's this tree of life, which is, uh, I don't know if you know about that in the LDS culture, but there's mm-hmm. this vision that one of the prophets has that's um, that is the tree of life. And so that shows up in the book. And it's a very uh, life changing moment when he, he tastes the fruit from that tree. And it kind of like uh, it gives him kind of a vision. And he realizes he needs to uh, you know, st- start on that path of the, the good side, the light side instead of the darkness. Um, and in, in Pizza Planet, the tree, uh, they call her Mother Root, or man, I'm, I think that's what they call her. You'll have to read the book (laughs) to find. I'll have to read the book (laughs) to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Mother Leaf, there we go. It's Mother Leaf. I mean,
0: you say that—that's the other thing about having kids. Is once they're born, you don't have to remember everything because they're right there, right? Yeah. (laughs) Do you go? Do you go through the pets' names too? (laughs) yeah you're trying to figure out who you're yelling at and you just go
1: (laughs) yeah go down the list exactly (laughs) so mother leaf is this like very motherly she's kind of a a live tree and she um guides leila uh, the the main character leila into her decisions and she kind of it's never really explained in the story whether or not she makes them feel these dances but it's kind of hinted that like the these feelings come from the tree and uh the tree is a very I think in a lot of cultures, trees are very symbolic of oh, yeah. grounding and and growing and life itself. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you so get
0: like uh, Yggdrasil in in Norse mythology. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's very a, cool. It's that's a very a universal. Thing. Yeah, it's hugely universal. Yeah, but
1: yeah. And so so those are kind of the the symbols and the the feelings and religion that I put. I'm sure there's more, but it's been i well, yeah. Read my books again.
0: Well, and yeah, <laughs> you'd have to analyze yourself, and who wants to do that? Right, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's,
0: yeah. that's why people like me are out there, because we analyze. You just do. You I, know? I just write, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to someone analyzing my work, and I don't have to think about it anymore <laughs> either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, that is super, super cool. And, yes, once again, Amazon. <laughs> yes, Amazon <laughs> and, I'm Amazon sure and Kindle. I'm iTunes. I'm pretty sure, and yes. And, <laughs> and if, if you have some Dashboard. LDS neighbors... I'm pretty sure these would be a really good gift. We're coming up on gift giving season, yeah. and it's hard to figure out, especially those of those out in the world who aren't LDS. It's kind of weird to think about that because we live here in Utah, where you know people like me are the minority. Um right. But yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of people out there. They've got some LDS neighbor, and they normally buy a bottle of wine for everyone around. And they don't. <laughs> what do we, we get them? Hot chocolate for one, Gear Deli, yeah, preferable. Really nice marshmallows. Deck it out. Yeah. Right. Get yeah. them like really nice hot chocolate. They <laughs> love that stuff. And then get them these books because he's so great. That'd be a good option. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep the wine for yourself. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that is super cool. I love that. I love that you put so much, so much thought and so much metaphor into these. Um, and then of course we have to beg the question because everybody who wants to be a writer asks this, why self instead of submit?
1: Ah, yeah. Good question. Uh, so I, I wrote a book before these two that I tried to get published traditionally and, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't get many rejections, probably not like what most people would say. They've been through the ringers. It was pretty (laughs) few, but, um, I just studying the market and, and seeing where things were going. It felt like it was a better option. I was in Brandon Sanderson's class, uh, his writing class that he does at no BYU? No freaking way. Yeah. Okay, that's
0: a whole... We have to come back and okay. do this again. <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah. Oh, such a great class. But he said that if he started today, he'd probably self-publish. Okay. And that was one of the things that kind of tipped me over, tipped hmm. me over the edge. I'll just
0: put that in my little head then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: the creative control, the ability to do everything yourself and like the the cover and editing and things mm-hmm. like that and the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually, I think that once I get a couple more books out there, I'm going to try and go traditional. Yeah, heck We'll yeah. see how it goes. I'm, I'll yeah. try both. I mean,
0: unless an agent, for some reason, hears this at some point, you know, if we can make you famous. Yeah, there we uh, go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he he said your first five books are going to suck just well, yeah. terribly. And yeah, well,
0: it's, it's like first drafts and everything else. Yeah, it's all yeah, going to suck.
1: So he wrote... Six, so he wrote, um, yeah, his sixth book got published, but it wasn't until he wrote his 11th book that it got published. He just kept writing and writing. Like when people were playing video games, he was writing. Um, He went on an LDS mission, and there's one day a week when you can kind of do whatever you want and instead of playing basketball like other missionaries he was writing.
0: Okay, and I feel everyone out there nodding. Yeah, like, yeah oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And he just wrote a ton and and that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Like these mm-hmm. are out there cuz I really love them and you know maybe they'll turn into something but I'm not expecting anything right now. Yeah. Um until my first five books and then after that maybe I'll try and go Traditional. We'll see what happens. I
0: like but it. We have a very similar philosophy on that. Because oh, cool. yeah, I mean, well, I did. You know, I did the twelve novels yeah, in a year and thing, year which month. is, I mean, if you ever <laughs> really want to learn way too much about your own psyche, <laughs> write fifty thousand words every month for a year. Yeah, that must. And that's incredible I, that. I, I met some dark things in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I was actually reading through one of my rough drafts the other day, and I was like, I'm scary. I'm like legit Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sells. <laughs> yeah, that stuff sells. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta like bring it out again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, it's, this is really awesome. And so it sounds like you used, let's go back to the app because that's what we're talking about. Or, you know, the, the tool. So how did you use that to craft these? Did you, did you plug in everything that you knew you wanted to do ahead of time? How does the process work for you? The creator of the app, how do you use it?
1: Ooh. Um, Yes. So for Son of Shadow, Hero of Light, this was before Plotter. I had in my head kind of the first half and where I wanted it to end. And then I got to about halfway through where I didn't have any other ideas. And I was like, so, so now what? <laughs> what do I write? <laughs> and um, and then so I had to plan the rest of it. And when I did, I realized that most of the book had to change to fit that. And so I went back and rewrote it a couple times, actually. So, oh, that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was frustrating. Luckily, they're kind of shorter books, so it wasn't that bad. But um, so for Pizza Planet, I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to plan this out almost to the paragraph. And um, at the time, I was reading the book about Pixar called um, Creativity, Inc. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you read that book.
0: I haven't. It's on my shelf. But, uh, you know. It, yeah. <laughs>
1: I understand that. Life. But, um, oh, man. Such a good book. And the way that Pixar goes about it is just, it's incredible. And they're, they're very much, um, they iterate, just um, do it once and do it again and do it again until it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And they take it line, well, it's an, it's an animation, so not line by line like a book, but they take it frame by frame, and they have a whole room of people looking at every frame, and they make sure everything's perfect. So um, so I thought that was the idea that I took. Like, I'm going to make I line like by it. line. I'm going to go through and plan it all out, and it might change, but I'm going to plan it over and over until it's perfect, and then I'm going to write it. And it was it was really good. I, I started from a with a very different book, and then after, like, telling people in my writing group about it. I so I used plotter to kinda of make slides and I would like run through run people through it like they're um uh what storyboards. So, okay. so kind of like a storyboard yeah. uh of the story and I would get feedback from a couple of people and they said, Well this part's kinda weak but this good is good and so I'd refine it and so I had planned it out really well because of because of Plotter. Um I could have done it with other things but Plotter helped a lot but uh, so I planned it out really well and then um it it I think it turned out really great because of that. It's nice. It's my strongest book. I only have two out there, you know, but <laughs> but it was really, really powerful experience for me. Yeah. It was such a great story for me. And actually it's kinda hard for to keep writing now because I feel like that was the best thing I've ever written. Oh, so you're not Orson Scott card, so don't go there. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> but sorry. I know that it's uh <laughs> yeah. definitely not true, but that's yeah. the feeling I felt afterwards. Uh-huh. But I think because I planned it so well. And, you know, it's different for everybody. But for me, it was because I planned it so well. And it was, I planned, I really love character-driven stories. And so it was a very character-driven plan. And because of that, I felt like it was a great transformation that the main character went through.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And you get to make friends with them. Like, you feel like you're like, I I miss mine when I'm done with them. Even if it's a short story, I'm like, I miss her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I miss that person running around in my brain all the time. Yeah. So yeah.
1: luckily I plan to do sequels because of that. So awesome. Very yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. I guarantee you're not Orson Scott card. Nope. Because he kind of <laughs> did, well, he did the same thing actually for Ender's Game, but it's that he wrote a short story. Um, the, the short story was when, you've read Ender's Game? Yeah. It was oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've read it probably 25 times now. <laughs> um, but when Bean comes to Ender in his room and they're both kind of like just done with everything. Yeah. And that was a short story he wrote in college. Oh, wow. And he got like a decent grade on it. Um, I think it got into like a lit mag or something like that. I can't remember quite huh. what he did with it. And then it just stuck in his head. And he did kind of the same thing where he was just storyboarding it out, but it was all in his head. And then I he sat know. down and he wrote Ender's Game in like two months. Oh, wow. It was like athena out of his brain. <laughs> and if he just stopped there, it's fine. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you don't like the other ones? I
0: don't. They're not Ender's Game. They're good. I mean, if I'd read them first, I think I'd be like fine with it but it's sort of like um they're very different. They're very different. There's just com- I wish they they hadn't been sequels. Oh, okay. If he just separated them out and made them something else, but and because Ender's Game is perfect. It is one of the truly most perfect things humanity's done. It's like it, up it there with so good, yeah. with like the statue of David, you know, like <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's epically good and it's on the um the required reading list for Marines. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is. That's it's on there like at their there are 20 books they have to read. It's one of them because it has such finite military strategy. Um, and it's, you know, it's just an, an epic book. Um, but yeah, I mean, so sometimes we do have to recognize that we've done something and we have to move aside from it. But yeah. I don't think you're there. <laughs>
1: no. But actually, <laughs> but Speaker cool. for the Dead, that reminds me, Speaker of the Dead... Um, was one of my favorite books ever. It, yeah. It's very different than Ender's Game, but I mm-hmm. loved Speaker for the Dead, and a lot of inspiration for Pizza Planet came from that. Interesting. Just the character that, um, I forget her name, but she was wracked by guilt from having done something horrible in the past, and and that's kind of the the inspiration for the main character in Pizza Planet. Yeah, I like um, it. And And just the differences of cultures and things like that, and just... Kind of a weird culture with the pigs there. Yeah, a lot of that kind of. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, it just—it's not Ender's Game. It's not the no, Giants' drink. It, you it know, is like not. it is. I so really, I really liked Speaker, um, Speaker for the Dead until I realized it was supposed to be related to Ender's Game, and really. then I was like, screw this. <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> I mean, I still like it in its own right, but it's—I don't know. It kind of reminds me of like, so Stephanie Meyer. You know, we all know who that yep. is. Um, she wrote the Host, and wow. the Host is amazing, and then she wrote the Twilight books.
1: Oh, that came before the Twilight book?
0: Yeah, it's oh. her first novel. Huh. And she had years and years and years to write it. And yeah, and if you like the host, you don't like Twilight. And if you like Twilight, you don't like the host. Right. But at least she didn't try and do them as sequels. Yeah. You know, Yeah, that's
1: a good way to, to put Ender's Game and Speaker for mm-hmm. the Dead. Yeah, it is. It's just they're know.
0: completely separate and they should yeah. be separate things. And if you're writing a sequel, you need to keep referencing your original material. Yeah. And like, what did I love about it? That's what I need to do. But personally, I think um, because I think stories, we make them, but I think it's a cooperative effort. Yeah. That's my own personal. I feel like I channel like when I'm really writing well, I'm like getting it from something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's I like, that feeling. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right. And yeah. then sometimes when you when you watch things like uh, I don't know if you're a, a Battlestar Galactica fan. A little bit. Yeah. They didn't know who the final I think six were. were oh, wow. the silence until like the day of writing that. <laughs> ep- they had no idea who it was well, and they chose the right people like it was and if you look back there was foreshadowing for those guys the whole time huh. the whole time and it was just there in the script oh. i mean if you even go into buffy buffy references the big bad of the final episode huh. of buffy in the first episode in the first episode very first episode had... yeah and i don't know if they did it on purpose but i it, to me it just all means the story is out there and we just kind of find it and yeah. so i think ender's game was a perfect channeling and the other ones were he tried to make them fit. Anyway. Yeah, that might
1: have been <laughs> why he went back to the shadow series. And
0: yeah. Because he
1: tried to recreate that perfection. And
0: Yeah. And you just can't. Sometimes yeah. you just can't. I mean, yeah. Sometimes it just pops out of your head and it is perfect. But, yeah, you know, this is just, it's just your first baby. Yeah. It's awesome. But, um, you know, that's, that's really, really cool. I'm looking forward to trying your, your tool. Because I am not an outliner. I mean, if you've read my blog <laughs> I don't outline. I hate outlining. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it, I I look I look forward to having more of a visual way of of dealing with plot lines and everything.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it'll be yeah. helpful. It's not of for course. everybody, for sure.
0: Well, yeah. But. I mean, s- some people outline like with A's and numerals and Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the crap is that? <laughs> I know. Some people outline and then they follow it. I don't get <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: plotter will output an outline for you like it takes your timeline and makes it into an outline for that's people so cool. Need to see that yeah so, yeah
0: see so it, it's got a little th- something for everybody yeah that's really awesome
1: yep and it, it's actually pretty nice to to see it in different ways because seeing a timeline and then it automatically being put into an outline it just kind of like oh i can write from the outline but right. the timeline is kind of just like a summary or you can see where things are going visually
0: mm-hmm. you know? yeah and I'm but, i'm one of those visual thinkers i need to see like some of my favorite writing advice uh, ever came from Jim Butcher, and okay. he said, get a big piece of paper and draw a big hump on it, like a big curve, yeah. and then draw some little curves along that, and then those are your big plot marks, ah. and then you just, like, t- say where the plot marks are going to be on those, and then you write in between them. Huh. It's like, that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: pretty Probably pretty good visually to yeah imagine, definitely. to see where your story's going.
0: Yeah, he's a really visual, heavily influenced by his environment writer. Yeah. But yeah. So it's, I mean, it sounds like it it can fit both bills. That's really exciting. Really, really exciting. That's cool.
1: I hadn't even thought that it would help non-planners, but it might be just because they need to see it visually instead of...
0: I am the ultimate pantser. I will get back to you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You'll have to (laughs) tell me how that goes. Yeah. I,
0: I have not, I have not sat down and planned out a single first draft ever. Wow. Not once. I have always just... Gone by the seat of my my pants on fire, <laughs> and uh, and just seen where I go with it, but yeah, yeah there's will be great Stories written that way, so that's true. But there's also Richard Heinlein, and you know that's <laughs> <laughs> Heinlein. I don't know. Richard Heinlein. Stranger to Strangeland. That one. Oh okay. I don't. He wouldn't let anyone edit it. Really. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I'm gonna put this part in because a lot of people really like that book, but he wouldn't let anyone edit. <laughs> he thought that everything he made was perfect all the time.
1: Do you do you happen to know anything that reminds me about um? Um, Cormac, I forget his first name, but the wrote the road. Oh,
0: um, that? yeah. I, oh gosh. I can't remember his name. What is his name? We have the internet in our pockets. Yeah, now. we should, we should, we should use our special powers. <laughs> exactly. <And> <laughs> <laughs> Cormac McCarthy.
1: I have no idea, but it sounds like what he would think. Cause it just, I, I don't know if you've seen his book or seen the road, but it's very different. There's like almost yeah. no formatting in it. And
0: yeah, it, it does different. feel a little out of timeline. Yeah, it would be interesting to find out. Huh, I should look into that. I need to. I'd love to do a series in in one of the two websites about like author processes, yeah, and like really cool. delve into how different authors do things. Not because I mean I'm never going to mimic anybody. I tried that; it didn't work. But <laughs> it's so interesting to know how everyone do th- does things. Like there's yeah. some au- there's one author I can't remember who it was, but their first draft they have a trailer, and they go out there and they have it all blacked out, and they lay down and they have a voice recorder and they just Stream of consciousness, record it. Oh, really? And then transcribe it later. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know, right? <laughs> I wish I I could do that. I could yeah. do it on the way home. <laughs> yeah. There you that's go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> significant <laughs> amount of commute there, and you can just like. Just novel save it out. your book and then. Yeah, totally. Just pay somebody <laughs> to transcribe. I it. I just it. practice my karaoke skills. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> all I do. <laughs> So, Yeah, what else tell us more about where we can find Plotter and uh, you know, any other stuff you want us to know. What can we Sure. So, um, what
1: Can we do? There's a bunch of stuff about it at plotmynovel.com. Okay. Um there's a video. How did
0: you get that? <laughs> was it just sitting there? Yeah, it was, it was just, just like just for the normal there. price.
1: Yeah. What the crap? Yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> kind of like that like yeah. plotter at, and I shouldn't say any of them now cuz then people are going to go oh, Yeah, buy no, them, don't so do I, it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. There's
1: this <laughs> domain and this domain. <laughs> and no, but yeah, plotmynovel.com and there's like a video there. There's a bunch of screenshots. There's links to where you can buy it. It's on Gumroad. I don't know if you're familiar with Gumroad. I'm not. It's um it's it's kind of like a store for independent creators. It okay. It's similar to Etsy, I think, but they they feel more um mm. I don't know, it feels like a more powerful tool, and it's not so much like to have a storefront, it's more like individual projects products it kind of feels like but yeah and they're more i don't know if they're geared toward but they make um selling software easy on their website but anyways it's on gumroad and there's a link from plotmynovel.com the uh so the video that i made i don't know if you watched it but i did it's but i I tried to be kind of tongue-in-cheek kind of funny with the siri voice you know yes (laughs) Um, but i've heard a couple people say you should have a real person do that because that just feels weird i
0: can do it if you want
1: yeah, actually, I could I mock one
0: up for you next weekend, and yeah,
1: yeah, that would be yeah, awesome. Sure. Actually to yeah, sure. Yeah, if you, if
0: you want to just shoot me a script, I'll do it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, of course, no problem. <laughs> because I,
1: I was trying to be cool about it, and <laughs> it turns out that's I not very cool. I so.
0: like <laughs> it, but I know what you're doing, and I'm a, I'm a techno head. So yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So.
0: I know. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but yeah, there's a short little video that explains why Plotter and and just kind of really quickly shows you how to use it. Nice. Um, it's just a minute long. I didn't want it to be too long and boring because I'm typically long and boring. But, <laughs> <Whatever>. um, <laughs> but and so then there's some screenshots and there's a frequently asked questions section there and um, there's a Facebook page for people. Actually, so I'm trying to get a Facebook page going where people can like kind of talk about the books that they've created. Oh, um, very Kind of cool. self promote actually yeah. and Heck say, yes. hey, I made this with Plotter. And there's a lot of Facebook groups where you're not supposed to put what you made and like self promote and
0: I hate that. And that was always frustrating for know, me because yeah, right? I won. I have that problem too. You're yeah. you're sitting here on a product and and novels and I'm sitting here on a like a podcast and yeah. and a, a website and I'm like, I want to just leave this here yeah exactly
1: <laughs> can i do that please and yeah so yeah i want people to to talk about what they've made and yeah, to like shameless self-promotion yeah exactly yeah. And say hey i made this we don't plotter. have enough of that exactly. <laughs> i'm so
0: sick of humble bragging i just want someone come up to come up to me and be like i'm freaking awesome yeah, and this is my freaking awesome thing that i made exactly yeah
1: yeah so i want that to be there so it's facebook.com slash plotter app Nice. Um, okay. Yep. Real simple. Yep. And there
0: will be links to all of this in the show notes. If you're not, if like if you're driving, please don't pull over <laughs> don't to write <laughs> it. It's all the show notes. Just go to worldwithoutshrimp.com <laughs> Com or michelletuckett.com. Com. It'll be in both places. You can find it there.
1: Yeah, don't. Uh, I gotta
0: write this down. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> <Give me laughs> don't question. worry about it. Yeah. Just go. Just go to where you found the podcast, and it'll be there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, let's see, is there anything else important there? Um,
0: how, how are you with feedback? Do you want people to be like really getting in touch with you personally to let you know how they're using the app, yeah. if there's anything they want? Because, you know, like a lot of us feel intimidated, you know, a- approaching somebody who made something and saying like, it would be really great if it could do this.
1: Oh, no. So, so I feel yeah. the opposite. It was, it was actually an open beta for two years and I had 300 people download it and they gave me feedback and nice. um, a lot of the features that are in there are because of them and, since it's like been officially for sale i've i've probably answered 20 emails from people that either had problems there have been a few problems here and there but um or had ideas for features or things that they'd like and i try and get back to everybody within an hour but if not within the first day and um it's been really positive people have said that they really enjoy it so far and that there has been yeah. really, really Very beneficial. Awesome. So.
0: so, so please email you and do, yeah. you, do you mind giving out an email? They can reach no, out. Yeah. It's okay. Cameron
1: Sutter zero at gmail.com. Awesome. The zero is kind of a programmer's thing. Zero is the first number. So yes, number one, we're number <laughs>
0: one. <Zero laughs> like <is> the it. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, you, we should mention that you do have a bit of a resume in, in development and yeah. you know, like, cause you do work for a the, company the, that yeah. most people have used.
1: Yeah, I do a full-time developments on the, the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I work for a company called Instructure. We do Canvas, which you might have used in college classes or high school mm-hmm. classes.
0: I, I, I did never get to use it. I had to use Blackboard. Oh. I Worst kiddie. ever. <laughs> but I have made. I used Free for Teacher, and I made a couple classes oh, on Canvas. Oh, there you go. So you know. And <laughs> it is the best thing ever. <laughs> it seriously is. So yeah, so... You've got an actual pedigree behind this yep, programming yeah. stuff. You're not just an armchair. Not that there's anything wrong with armchair programmers, but
1: yeah, yeah, we th- should definitely mention that you have somewhere. a bit of a
0: resume in this <laughs> department.
1: Yeah, and Structure is known for being one of the, not like a Google, you know, but it's definitely up there with car, as far as like engin- engineering talent. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we know what we're doing.
0: Yep. Not to brag. But definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And if you're a teacher, check out the free for teacher thing. It's a b- it's the best. Yeah. It's amazing.
1: But yeah, I would love to hear stories of how it's helped you or you know if if it's not going well for you you please email me if it's ruined
0: your life yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but if you're having problems with it i especially you know if you if you didn't get the free trial and you paid for it and it's not working for you email me i i try and help people right away i want to be really good about being being there for you awesome um customer service but what i was going to say is um there's a a lady um, named Celia Kyle hopefully i'm saying her name right but she's a new york times best selling author and she was one of the beta testers no and way. yeah and she's got like tons of books more books than i can count but she um, she was a beta tester and she's already like she put it on some forum somewhere and like half the sales so far because of her and like she she loves it and that's fantastic so yeah it's yeah. It's, it's really Congrats cool to, on that. to hear that that's super cool thank you yeah. love to make it better
0: yeah awesome yeah. very cool All right. Well, uh, this after all is not exactly the Diogenes Club podcast, but all members are definitely still exceptional and peace out.